Good morning, everyone. How's everyone doing this morning? You are feeling ready for Christmas? Wow, well done. Are you feeling uh, a bit tired of politics? Yes. <laughs> Thankfully, that's all over with for a few months anyway. Um, and we're well into Advent now. Christmas is not far away, not just around the corner. And this year, our Advent series has been inspired by the three kings who came to worship the baby Jesus. And as Boz said last week, the Bible doesn't describe them as kings, and the Bible doesn't even say that there's three of them. But it does say twice that they came to worship. That's what we know about the, the, the Magi, is that they came to worship Jesus. And so we've been looking at a series on worship and how we can worship God. Uh, last week, Boz talked about worship as bringing our gifts, bringing our first fruits. Um, the week before that, um, Josh talked about raising our hands in worship. And this week, our theme is pour out your heart. And I'm really pleased to be talking to you about this theme because I think this gets to the very core of what worship is, pouring out our heart to God. Josh has already talked about using our bodies to worship, using our whole bodies to worship, lifting up our hands. And please do keep pushing into that. Please keep do raising your hands in worship. And today, I'm not just talking about using every part of our bodies to worship God. I'm talking about every part of ourselves to worship. Matthew 22 verse 3 says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. We want to love and worship God with all that we are. We want to pour out our hearts in worship to God, to worship him with our very souls. So my question for us today is, how open are our hearts to God? Because if we want to experience that intimacy in worship, that closeness in worship, opening up our hearts to God is, gonna, is really vital in that. But it's not always easy. So let's talk about what pouring out our hearts in worship isn't. It isn't trying hard to please God. It isn't uh, wanting to be better, waiting to be better before we come before him. Or somehow trying to cover up the parts of ourselves that we wish weren't there. It's coming to God in the mess of the here and now. In just the raw honesty of how we're feeling, of who we are, and opening up our our whole hearts to him. It's not about religious platitudes or saying the right thing. It's about saying, God, here I am. This is me. This is all of me. And I give it to you, the good and the bad. And God loves it when we're real with him. God absolutely loves it when we come before him and we lay it all out. And I was thinking why, why this might be. Why in the Bible do you see time and time again God coming close to the people, no matter what they've done, he comes close to the people who, who are honest with him, who, who draw near to him. And I think it might be because God knows it all already. God already knows what's going on in our hearts. Um, and when we're trying to hide from him, it just creates distance. It's kind of infuriating when you know someone close is trying to hide something from you because you know them, you know something's going on and you just want to share with them. You just want to, to be involved in what they're struggling with and help them. 
And God sees through all of our pretenses. And he longs for us just to be real with him. Because he longs for a relationship with us. He longs to share our burdens. Now, I don't know what you're going through right now. I don't know what's in your heart. um, And I can't know what's in your heart. But God does. Only God can truly know what's going on in your heart. He knows your heart better than you know yourself. Perhaps you're feeling blessed this morning. Perhaps things are going really well for you. Perhaps you're feeling Christmassy. Um, I'm certainly feeling Christmassy after stepping in here. Perhaps you're feeling bland. Perhaps you're just keeping going. Or perhaps you're struggling. Perhaps you're really struggling. Maybe Christmas is a hard time for you. Um, You might have lost someone you love, or finances are hard, or you're struggling with illness. And God knows. God knows exactly what's happening in your heart, and he wants to share that with you. The Bible is bursting full of people pouring out their hearts to God. People who've gone through it all, who've been exactly where you've been. Who've lost everything, who've seriously messed up, or who are just so overjoyed like Mary that they can't keep it in how happy they are. And David, King David, who wrote the psalm that we read out just now, and he wrote many other psalms, he started life as a humble shepherd, um, and then he was a hunted fugitive, um, people were trying to kill him, and then he became the most legendary of Israel's kings. So legendary that the Bible stories all make great pains to say that Jesus was of the line of David. And yet he wasn't a marble-polished personality. David really struggled in his family life. He committed adultery. He killed many people in battle. David knew the struggles that we face. But whatever happened, he kept pouring out his heart to God. Again and again and again, no matter what happened to him, he returned to the lover of his soul, to the God who he knew whose grace was sufficient for him. And the Psalms give us 100% permission to be brutally honest with God. It's not disrespectful. God knows it all already. And he is a big enough God to take it and to hold it and to change it. God, uh, David doesn't hide any emotion from God. He just lays it all out there. He lays it all bare. And if you're feeling something, the chances are you can find a psalm that will express the emotions that you're feeling to God. I love the psalms. I do recommend reading them. It's this brutal honesty of David in the psalms that develops this really intimate relationship with God. God describes David in the Bible as a man after his own heart. There's something about pouring out to God the deepest parts of ourselves that creates intimacy, that honours God because it gives him our confidence. It's a bit like you don't share everything that's going on with everyone. You share it with your best friends. And in sharing something, you develop that intimacy with them. And it's the same with God. In Psalm 62, which we just read, David writes, Pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. Why do we pour out our hearts to God? Because God is our refuge. God is our refuge. A refuge is a safe place to hide. God is the place we can go when we're in trouble, 
God is the place we can go when we're afraid or sad or lost or happy. Whatever's going on, God is the place we can go. He's our refuge. He's the safest place to be because he loves us. Now, I don't know where your safe places are. When I was a kid, I used to love getting all the chairs together and getting a rug and draping it over and going in, making a little den and hiding in there. And that made me feel safe. Or whenever I had nightmares, I would creep up to my mum's room and go under the covers and give her a cuddle and I'd feel safe. Nowadays, I kind of get that safe feeling when I'm reading Jane Austen. I love Jane Austen books. Um, or watching period dramas. Or um, at the moment, it's Kirsty's Handmade Christmas, where they do Christmas crafts. That really gives me a safe feeling. I don't know what your safe places are. Perhaps it's your shed. Perhaps it's your garden. Perhaps it's your games console. And I just want to say these places are a gift from God because God is our ultimate refuge. He is our safe place. And we can pour out our hearts to him because he loves and cares for us. And he's not going to stand disapproving at a distance or tell us off. He's going to come and pour out his love and speak the truth. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is um, the next one on the screen. My peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. God doesn't treat us like the world treats us. And maybe we've opened up our true emotions to people in the past and we've got burnt or it's gone wrong. But God won't do that. God is love. And he says in the Bible, in Romans 8, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. God won't condemn us. God looks at us and sees his beloved. He looks at us and sees people bought with the blood of Christ. God died on the cross for us whilst we were still far off, whilst we were still sinners, whilst we were still enemies. Before we did anything, God died for us. He loves us. And so we can pour out our hearts to God because of who he is. In Psalm 102, uh, you might want to turn to it in your Bibles, uh, David lists his agonies to God. He sends the first half of the psalm saying, In distress I groan aloud, I lie awake like a bird alone on a, wolf, on a roof. He just pours out everything that's going on to God. And then halfway through the psalm come these words. He says, But you, Lord... David says, look at all this I'm going through, God. Look at everything that's happening to me. And then he says, but you, Lord, sit enthroned forever. You will arise and have compassion. You will respond to the plea of the destitute. David poured out his heart to God because he knew who God was. He knew that God was good. It's like we were singing in that that song earlier. God is good, God is good, and your love endures. David knew that about God, and he held on to it, no matter what he was going through. In pouring out his heart to God, David holds the reality of his situation with the reality of God's loving power, and that can be a hard place to stand. But in Psalm 102, he holds those two together. And in telling God how he's feeling, David's expecting God to come and do something because of who God is. David holds on to God's goodness and his compassion and his power to change situations. And David grows the most amazing intimacy 
with the God of the whole universe. Have you ever been really honest with God? Have you ever bared your soul to him? Honesty is powerful, but it's not easy. And I know sometimes, I get to times in my life and I have a rant at God and then I feel really bad afterwards. I don't know if you do that. But it's often when I see the most breakthrough, when I get to that point when I just say, oh God, I can't do this anymore, you need to help. That's often when actually, even though I'm feeling really rude, he actually just does something. And I think partly I'm British and polite, and I generally approach God in quite a polite manner. I don't know if you're like that. And then I just get to these points where I'm like, oh God, come on, do something. I was trying to remember, the last time I remember clearly this happening was when I was pregnant. Um, I was overdue in that very hot August, um, and I was massive. And I, and I hate uncertainty, and I'd gone through a lot of uncertainty, and I just got to the point where I was like, God, I can't do this anymore. This baby's got to come. You've got to bring this baby now. And um, he didn't, but <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> But he gave both me and my husband a verse separately um, in Habakkuk. And it said, though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and not delay. (laughs) And and it it did. (laughs) And I was just so overwhelmed by God's grace to me because I really was grumpy with God. And, And God responded with this overwhelming grace and goodness that he'd speak to, he spoke to me and he gave me that word. And I just held on to that word until my baby came. And it really helped me wait. Now, there's been other times in my life where I've just felt like I've had to keep pouring out my heart to God, where there hasn't been an easy way through, and when I've just had to hold on as best I can. But over time, even in those times, I can see God's hands at work. God is the safest place for our deepest questions. It always astounds me how gracious God is to my rants. And there's something really powerful about admitting our own limitations and our need for God. It kind of allows God in. When we pour out our hearts to God, it it causes things to start to shift. Sometimes that's in our circumstances, but I think more often it's in our hearts. As we open up our hearts to God, he brings his light and his life and his his perspective in. That's a really beautiful thing. Right, I'm not sure how this bit's going to work, but I'm going to ask for a volunteer. I'm not going to do anything scary. Any volunteers? It's okay, I've primed Josh. Intern, that's what interns are for, right? <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Right, I need to make sure I don't laugh. Okay, so Josh is going to be God. At least you're wearing white today. It's very appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I am going to be myself having a rant. So I'm going to start by... If you look at... Stand here and look at me, Josh. I'm going to turn my back. Okay. I think this will work, but we'll see. (laughs) Oh, it's going to be Christmas, and the car's broken down. I haven't bought all the presents, and I've got... You know, I've got to cook dinner for 80 people, and... Not 80. (laughs) It feels like 80. (laughs) And I just don't know what to do, and I want to make it a really good Christmas for my daughter. Okay, so that's me ranting on my own. And now I'm just going to turn around. This is quite intense, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I'm going to rant at God. 
I can't remember what I said now. (laughs) Oh, it's Christmas, and I've got all these people to cook for, and I don't know what to do, and my car's broken down, and and, uh, yeah, wow. That's just, just such a different experience, talking to yourself about what's going on than talking to God. And um, uh, I think there's something about, we're just saying exactly the same thing, but we're saying it to God. And um, I found it actually really hard to rant to Josh when he was looking at me. He's such a kind person. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's going to be all right because Josh is there. <laughs> I don't know how you found that, Josh. Um, from, from God's perspective, how did you find it? <laughs> <laughs> The pressure's on, really. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, it's a bit strange when you're uh, not talking to me. Because it's yeah. like, well, okay, great, you might have all these problems, but you're not bringing them to me, so I can't do anything. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Whereas, I mean, it was a bit weird when you were talking to me as well. <laughs> but, <laughs> but at least I knew what you were talking about. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Can we give him a round of applause? <laughs> I just think that demonstrates, like, for me personally, you have to try at home with your, your spouse or your friend and, and see what the difference it makes just talking to God about your situation. Even if it, I mean, that's even without inviting God's power into it, just knowing someone's there with you, it's really important. And I think when we, when we pour out our hearts to God, it makes a way for that relationship to be built, for God's loving power to come into our lives. And God transforms transforms situations and transforms our hearts. Uh, Brennan Manning is a really great person to read if you want to know more about God's love and grace. And he says, whatever is denied cannot be healed. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's hard to be open with God, because there are parts of ourselves that are desperate to hide, that are desperate to stay in the dark, that don't want to be healed. Um, And I know there are parts of myself that I don't want anyone else to see. We all have shadow sides. But I'm learning to trust more and more in the light of God's love and grace. And to see that when I bring those dark places into God's presence, he doesn't rebuke me. He pours out his healing light and his acceptance. I'm more and more realizing that it's okay when I make mistakes because God is bigger than my mess. I think it's another Brennan, Brennan Manning saying, I'm learning to live in the house of love and not the house of fear. I love that expression. God knows our hearts better than we do. And he can help us to understand and process what's happening in them and speak his truth to them. And every day I just I try and find a still place. Um, I know it's hard. It doesn't have to be a long time. Just to go and to, and to meet with God as my refuge. And as, as Psalm 139 says, I try and let God search me. It says, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. And I just bring all that I am, my heart, to God and ask him to search it and test it. And if there's anything that's not quite right with him or with other people, where there's something hurt, I give it to God. Where there's something wrong, I give it to God. And I ask him to speak his loving truth into my heart. And I ask him to give me his peace. And most of the time, there's also things I need to say sorry for, just to, to, to clear with God. And in those times, it just really helps me to know that I'm not alone, 
And I remember before I did this, and my heart was a real muddle, and I was really rocked by other people's opinions. And that still happens sometimes, but I know that God is my refuge. God is my place to go to ask him what the truth is and to let him speak his love over me. I think it's a little bit like, I don't know if you've ever had something that's been going round and round your head and then you eventually talk to someone about it and it just brings a new perspective. I think that's kind of what it feels like going to God and pouring out your heart to him. All those thoughts that run run through my mind about myself and others, I just bring to God and ask God, what does your Holy Spirit say? What does your spirit say about this? And I've just found it just the most wonderful, freeing part of my walk with God. It's freed me from sin and shame and anxiety, and it's helped me to accept and love myself as God accepts and loves me. And just the last thing that I want to end on is by saying that there's, there's nothing that we can do to earn God's love. None of us deserve it. We can't earn his grace. We can't work towards his grace. And that's exactly why we're safe to pour out our hearts to God. God longs for our hearts to be turned towards him. God longs for us to share our hearts with him. God says in Isaiah, You are precious in my sight and honoured and I love you. And in Proverbs 23, My child, give me your heart. So we're going to just have a little bit of responding now. And I just want to give us a time, if we, if we feel able to, to just pour out our hearts to God and just create a space where we can do that and meet with his Holy Spirit. And uh, I'm going to invite the band and the prayer ministry team up. And if you'd just like to stand. You don't have to stay standing if you feel like you want to sit down. That's fine. How can we pour out our hearts to God? Perhaps we are not used to sharing our feelings with anyone. Perhaps we don't use that language of love. Perhaps we're not used to, we've not brought up to use the language of love. Perhaps what's on our hearts just seems too big or painful or we just don't know where to start. I just encourage you to just start with what you're thinking now. Just start with what you are now, here and now. Just bringing all that you are to God, the good and the bad. Just be honest with God about how you're feeling and what's going on. Just have that moment of reality check. He knows it, but he wants you to share it with him. Perhaps you need to ask God those difficult questions you've been asking. Perhaps you need to say those words of David, but yet God. All this stuff's going on, but yet God, you are good and your love endures. Perhaps you just need to have a good cry and that's okay. Lord God, we just pour out our hearts to you now. Just pray that you come by your Holy Spirit and meet us where we are all our sin and shame, all the struggles that we're facing, and all our joys. And we just give you our very selves now. Pray that you come by your Holy Spirit, bring your loving power into our lives.
hearts to him and where we feel that kind of that difficulty um, let's just keep pushing through it because God loves you he's for you and he's with you too big for God.